Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Let us worship God. from St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church in Fredericton, New Brunswick. I'm Bob Jones with David Berry at the organ and Murray McKeon playing the pipes and his wife Carol reading from the Psalms. And where would we be without Stephen McKay who makes all of this technically possible? And now a prayer. We thank you, O God, for the day which you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it, whether it be bright or dark. We will accept it without fear or complaint. Whatever it brings, we will try to meet it as well as we can. And knowing that all things work together for good to those who love you, we will go about our activities in quietness and confidence. Tomorrow we cannot see, but today is ours because it is yours. Amen. If it weren't for the coronavirus, this would be the Highland Games weekend in Fredericton. But the only pipes you may hear this time may be right here at St. Andrew's Church. So here is Murray, followed by Carol with the reading.
I'm reading, reading today from Psalm 139, verses 1 to 12. O Lord, you have searched me, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You're familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. You hem me in, behind and before. You have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light becomes and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. Thanks be to God. The eye in the sky. God give us a clear vision of the truth, faith in your power, and confident assurance of your love. Amen. According to the lectionary, one of the readings for today is Psalm 139. Most of you know what the lectionary is all about, but in case it's a new term, I explain, it's simply a table of Bible readings that, if followed, covers all the major themes of the good book over a three-year period. It helps a preacher avoid his or her pet themes. Like the pastor I once heard of who Sunday after Sunday, for whom it was heaven or hell and liquor and gambling. So today it's Psalm 139, and at risk of being branded a heretic, I'm thinking of some misgivings about this psalm which is one of the best known of the Psalms. Perhaps I'm not critical of the chapter itself, but critical of the way in which it can be understood or misunderstood. Let me say here, if it's one of your favorites, you're in good company. Going to the internet, many sermons on Psalm 139 with laudatory expressions such as most incredible of the Psalms, a perfect understanding of God, the attributes of God, the all-seeing God, the ever-present God, unique, wonderful, eloquent. But the reassuring Psalm can also be a bothersome Psalm for some believers. Now, I wouldn't want it said that I was critical of the thoughts of the great King David, but wrongfully used, they can lead us down a path. I recall some lines from early childhood. When you go to take a drink, did you ever stop to think? There's an eye in the sky watching you. When you light a cigarette, oh my brother, don't forget. There's an eye from on high watching you. When I was in grade nine, 
Some of us would have a smoke at recess. And one day, immediately after coming back to class, it was geometry. And I was at the blackboard, and our teacher, Miss Kirstead, at my shoulder. And she said very quietly, so that only I heard, Bob, you've been smoking. Very soon after that encounter, I quit smoking, and except for a few lapses in university days, I kicked the habit for good. In fact, when I was courting, the one who is presently my wife, Joanne, made it plain that it was going to be a choice, either her or smoking. And since I'm still alive, and we're still married after 58 years next week, I'm beginning to think that maybe I made the right choice. But you see the difference uh, between a few minutes with Miss Kerstid, uh, a quiet word spoken at my shoulder, and God, the 24-7 eye in the sky, watching your every move. Going back 80 years or more, there was a hymn that used to be sung, Are you ready? Are you ready? Ready for the judgment day, when the saints and the sinners shall be parted right and left. Are you ready for the judgment day? You see, it can lead you down a paranoid path, a 24-7 God, almost paralyzing the soul, unable to make a decision for yourself, every little move being monitored. It can get to you. Now what saved me from that was accepting the Christ of whom the Apostle Paul said, Galatians 5, verse 1, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty, the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled with a yoke of bondage. Yes, the Christ, of whom the great apostle also said, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, the Christ who gives us the liberty to be ourselves, free from the eye constantly monitoring our every move. And here is an additional thought. Perhaps I could call it a bonus thought. If you are stick-handling yourself through life, you are likely to displease a few people along the way. You may even hear the words once or twice, I'm disappointed in you. Ask any politician or preacher. Hopefully, you can take that criticism as a positive sign. I refer you once again to the good book, Luke chapter 6. Woe to you when all speak well of you. So, fellow pilgrim, take courage. Now let's think for a moment about praying. 
Prayer has been defined as some kind of communication between you and God, be it gratitude, regret, sadness, suffering. We look to Jesus and we say, Lord Jesus, take us away from the world for a few moments and teach us to pray, which is what the disciples requested. They asked Jesus to teach them to pray. And he replied, when you pray, say, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. closing, I say, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, goodbye, and God bless you until we meet again. Amen.